Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to episode 386 on the Get Married podcast. And we're so excited to be back here with you with a brand new episode. Now, this episode is a little bit different uh, and we're pumped about it because what we will be doing today is going over some of our most favorite instant motivational quotes. And what I mean by that is when you read these quotes or when you hear these quotes, you feel instant motivation. Quotes, aphorisms, maxims, sentences of words, sentences of words, of course there are sentences of words, strings of words have played a very important role for us in the past 10 years. In fact, when we first started our Instagram account, Every day, it was one of our jobs to post an inspirational quote to our Instagram page. And although it was for an external audience, it always was reflecting the current moment or current situation that was happening in our lives. And the words were words that we needed. And so we always look to other people's words for motivation, for inspiration. And so today, what we'll be going through is reading some of our favorite quotes from some of the most amazing people who've um ever lived or still live and talking about them and how they make us feel. And our hope is that they make you feel some kind of inkling, some kind of motivation. But I'm really excited about this. Are you excited? Yeah. Oh, I'm certainly very excited. But, you know, you've said it that these are our favorite quotes. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like I just found a bunch of random quotes that I like today. Now I'm like, I've got to go find the all-time favorite Emma and Carla motivational quotes. Okay, let's Seriously, do that as, like as right now. Episode. Okay, all right. So these are like, I mean, some of them are definitely my favorite, but there are some that have been, you know, like ultimate words that have really kind of like changed our lives, I will say. And I mean, we have mentioned them many times on this podcast, so like maybe we don't need to go over mm. those ones, but we could but, go over those ones. But these ones are in particular on, you know, designed to help you feel that motivation like that is that is what this episode is for so if you're feeling like where is my motivation and you're waiting for it to kind of sprinkle onto like magical fairy dust then perhaps this is the magical fairy dust that you're looking for and it is amazing how just a sentence or a paragraph or a few words can shift the way that you feel and I think we should just get into it, mm, read, the, it. F- read the first one, and then see where this takes us. All right, the first one. Great things are done by a series of mm. small things brought together. Vincent van Gogh. Yes. I mean, I love this. This is it kind of encapsulates that one step at a time mentality. And we talk about that so often inside Mary Body, you know, in regards to exercise. But any big goal you have, 
when you focus on the end, you know, you're focusing on all the millions of steps that you have to take to get to that end result. And I mean, that is so overwhelming that really it can be uh, this big kind of block, can't it? It's like, well, Mm -hmm. I can't do all that. So I'm just not going to even bother to take the first step. But instead, if we break it all down and just focus on that single first step, it feels so much more achievable, so much more doable. And also the first step inspires the second step. Mm, Absolutely. I love that so much. And I mean, it also, it kind of also reminds me that the small things are the important things as well. And sometimes we forget that. Sometimes we're looking for the big thing and the thing that's supposed to like take us to the next level or the the highlight. And actually it's the small things that count. And that's actually what gets us from A to B, like that line in the middle. So it's that reminder as well to not Uh, just wish for those big moments. But remember that life is happening in the small moments as well. I already feel more motivated. (laughs) All right, that's enough. Let's finish this podcast because I want to go and do something else. I want to go do some work. Okay, let's get to the next one. Success is not final and failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. And this is Winston Churchill. So uh, if you don't know who that is, it's the former Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. That's a, I mean, he lived through what, World War I, World War II? Yeah, I think he actually fought in many of the wars. Yeah. I don't know too much about him, but I'm pretty sure he fought in many wars. And then he always wanted to be Prime Minister, I think. Like he had the goal as a younger person to become prime minister. I actually started listening to a podcast about him and then I stopped. So sorry, Winston, I should go back and learn more (laughs) about you uh, if I feel like it. Anyway, I love this phrase though because I think sometimes when we do get knocked down, when we do fail at something, we can think that this is the end, but it's not. And it is, you know, that courage to get back up and continue like you know that is part of the success really isn't it mm. like like it's like not letting those things that knock us down keep us down it's getting yeah. back on our two feet yeah it's always like that whoever said it <laughs> it's like yeah what what matters most is what we do when we fall down it's the getting back up but it's also this idea that success is not final yes. either yeah so it's like you know when we when we do and it's not saying like when you reach the goal like don't celebrate and just move on to the next one but it is realizing that like it is just like you do almost have that feeling of like when you do get to where you want to be you normally are looking to achieve something else or wanting to do something else anyway and so this again I think this brings us back to the first quote in realizing that like it's the journey that counts Mm. Uh, it's not really Mm. the destination and yes again what a what what a sentence. Okay. I think also I'll just add one more point on that. <laughs> We're only going to get through about five at this rate. <laughs> uh, the success is not final. I think, you know, in regards to, you know, if you ever do achieve something, it's like you do have to kind of keep going like in terms of, all right, like there's there actually is no final point really, is there, like mm-hmm. in life. The ultimate final point is death. So it's kind of like, yeah, you have to keep going. Just like your 
your everyday yoga and Pilates. It's not like you get to this end result. Like, look at me, I'm here. All right, done. Yeah. It's continual. Like that's the magic. Like when you continue something. That's so true. And it is that idea of, you know, you don't get, you don't get the benefit of yoga or Pilates or meditation from doing five days straight of yoga and Pilates and meditation. Like you don't, you don't like suddenly I'm enlightened or suddenly I'm calm and peaceful. It's actually in the practice the daily practice or the the two times a week practice that you mm. feel the benefits. And mm. that is the idea of like, that is success in itself, like doing yes. that every every week. But remembering that that is not final because you have to keep it going. Yeah. And this is the idea with business. And I mean, the stories that we've been listening to lately, it's like this on this ongoing similar story of it not not resting on your on your successes, not resting on your laurels, and realizing that when you reach a certain level, there's actually a certain level of work that is needed to upkeep that level yeah. if you're wanting to do that. And that is absolutely the truth because you can't just say, "Okay, done. Uh, wipe the hands. Now I can just do nothing." Yeah. It doesn't yeah. work that way. <laughs> Exactly. But that's a good thing because if you love what you do, you're never you're not going to want to do that and that is the truth. Like uh-huh. we are so lucky that we found what we love. I wake up every morning and I want to jump on my computer and like who's commented and who do I need to write back to and what like what class what class is it today? Like I actually want to get involved in it. So if you can find something like that that you feel that uh that desire to actually do, like that is that in itself yeah, is an that. amazing thing. Exactly. Oh my magic. Okay. All right, mm. next. Okay, this is a good one. The secret of change is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. Socrates. Yes. So I really like chose like a diverse mix of quotes, obviously, like from all ages. (laughs) Uh, So Socrates, a philosopher from ancient Greece. Ancient Greece? Yeah, ancient Greece. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy, isn't it, that we have words from these old philosophers and they still make sense to Mm -hmm. us. Uh, I mean, this kind of is like, don't focus on, you know, the stuff that you're like trying to leave behind. So say it's like you want to create a new habit. Maybe you want to, let's use that exercise. Let's use that yoga and Pilates uh, routine. It's a perfect, simple example that can cross over to everything. So instead of kind of focusing on your old habits and being kind of annoyed at yourself, uh, you know, I just don't, I don't make time for this. Like I, I sit on the couch too much or I'm too busy at work, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, what can I focus on to bring in this new habit? Like, what can I visualize? What can I imagine myself doing? I think sometimes we have to actually imagine it happening before it actually happens. And I think that's kind of what these words mean to me. Mm. And it's like when we focus our energy on this, we're more likely to succeed at it. Mm-hmm. However, if we're focusing on how busy we are, if we're focusing on how much we suck at something, then that's where all our energy and attention goes. Therefore, like we're making that stronger and that more apparent and more real in our lives. If we begin to visualize on what we wish and what we desire to welcome into our life, it's more likely to become a reality. Mm, Absolutely. And because that's what we're focusing on, that's what we will want to work on and where we want to send our energy. So Mm -hmm. then we'll more likely take steps toward it. I love this. I love this so much. And I think it's something that we have been able to kind of ebb and flow between. Like, And I think I've really noticed it in the moments where 
perhaps I've been doing the opposite and, you know, more so focusing on the things that perhaps like that are going wrong or like all the things Mm. that like I, I, I kind of, I want to change, but I'm focusing on what it was and not what it's going to be kind of Yes. And that like shifts your energy completely mm. because instead of looking at what you hate about your life, you look at the potential of your life. Mm. And that one little mindset switch alone can change your whole direction. Absolutely. It's kind of like that lack versus abundance mindset in that everything is possible. And that is yes. true. We just have to take steps toward it yeah. uh, and realize it. Realize that it's up to us to make that decision. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the next three quotes are by the amazing Estee Lauder. And I tell you what, her business story is one that has inspired us, especially recently. It's funny because Estee Lauder, the brand, the product, it was one that our mum always would use and our grandma as well. And I have fond memories of being really little and going to like the Estee Lauder stand and mum getting her eye cream and mum getting her moisturizer. And even me like age 16 and getting my first Estee Lauder um, mm. like day cream and, and treating as it as if it was like gold, like being like putting it on my on my stand and being like, look how nice my Estee Lauder yeah. is. And <laughs> remember the, and the pleasures, was it pleasures, Estee Lauder pleasures? Yeah, perfume. the perfume. Yeah. Grandma yeah. always had that. Ooh. Yeah, and like that was like what we would get her for her birthday. Like mum would always organize, yeah. like organize a box set. So when we have been listening to her business story, it kind of just made me realize how amazing that business is because I could really, rem- like I remembered all of it. And I was like, wow, like I saw that happening, like everything that they're talking about. Uh, I saw it happening in my life, like the how people would go to the stand and use it. Anyway, that's another story. Let's talk mm-hmm. about our words. Okay. All great things begin with a vision, a dream. So good. Should you read them all out and we can just chat on them all? Good idea. Next, be strong, be confident, and be the star of your own life. (laughs) I didn't get there by wishing for it, but by working for it. (laughs) (laughs) How good are all these? And I think... uh, you know, it's just the reminder that, you know, it's you, like you have some power in your life. So you have to be strong, you have to be confident, and you have to kind of like imagine yourself as taking the main role of your life. Like sometimes we expect things to happen for us uh, without any of our own kind of uh, action. Mm. And we don't realize how much power we actually have. And I mean, like, we can't control everything, obviously, in life. Like, actually, we can't control lots of things, but we can control our action right here and right now. We can decide that we're going to show up with this, like, this kind of fiery essence if we want and be confident and be brave, even if we have to fake it to begin with. Mm. Read those words. Be strong, be confident. All right, Mm. I don't feel it, but let's try. I'm going to try and feel it. I'm going to, like try my hardest to feel it and see what happens and I'm not going to just wish for it I'm going to take action I'm going to work for it Mm. I mean those three quotes right there like boom yeah I feel like they perfectly link to together as in like you know it's important to see something that you want it's important to to dream and it's important to think about all the things that you want to welcome into your life it's important to be confident be strong and be yourself and and remember that it is your life and you only have one yeah and remember that it takes action it takes work and like not 
it's not usually just handed to you on a silver platter. It's not usually how it works. And so we have to go out and make it happen. We have to go out and make the change, build the business, say yes, and put ourselves out there. And it's it's so true. Like I can totally see how those three things have been so important to us in these past 10 years that we've had to think about it. We've had to dream about it. We've had to be confident, even in the times where we didn't feel confident and we felt like, you know, imposter syndrome and like, who are we to do this? And obviously working for it. Like it is not, it is not the easy road, that is for sure, but it is the more fulfilling road. Mm. And I would say fun road. Okay. Mm. So the next quote is by Wayne Dyer. He was an amazing human. He says, if you believe it'll work out, you'll see opportunities. If you believe If you don't believe it'll work out, you'll see obstacles. Let me say it again. If you believe it'll work out, you'll see opportunities. If you don't believe it'll work out, you'll see obstacles. I think, you know, we've already kind of spoken on this, but it's another way to describe it, how your mindset matters, how your Mm -hmm. perspective matters, how, you know, if you choose to see the potentiality of yourself and your goals, it will become a clearer path in your mind and your heart. If you don't believe it, then you'll just focus on all the things that can go wrong. Mm. The obstacles will appear even bigger than they actually are. And when you don't believe in yourself, you're less likely to take the action. So true. And like this so, is this is also saying that no, even no matter what we're looking at. yeah no matter what it is whether it's an open door or a closed door you're going to see the same thing whatever you choose to see so if you even if you saw an open even if it was an open door you might still see it as an obstacle if you are choosing to believe it won't work out because you're afraid or you're thinking well what might go wrong so you don't even end up stepping through the door and so Mm. this is the idea we've got to believe that it will work out and even when we hit the obstacles we've got to believe that they're there uh, to teach us something, to make us stronger. And even though it's hard, like we've got to persist. Like this is the whole mm. idea with anyone who's ever done anything in life. I think this is the the running story is persistence. Mm-hmm. The only people that fail are the people who stop, who mm-hmm. decide like this is it. That's yeah. the only failure is when you decide to stop at yeah. doing the thing that you want to be doing. So we've just got to persist. And it's that little idea of like, you know, the 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 girl or the guy or whoever going through the cliff and looking for the gold and they, the gold is just there and then they decide to turn around and it's like damn if only they just persisted a bit longer mm, uh, exactly. and we never we never know when that gold or that magic or that thing is going to be there it might be longer it might be shorter but we must keep going yes. and we must believe in ourselves that we can do the things mm-hmm. even the hard things okay let's move on. So these two quotes are from Maya Angelou. I'll read both of them. And there's as as we've been saying, it's it's a common, there's common themes here. And this is the idea. Isn't it great to see that some of the most amazing people, they're all saying the same thing just slightly differently. And so that means this is important stuff. Like this is important. Okay. Nothing will work unless you do. Next one. Success is liking yourself, liking what you do, and liking how you do it. Hmm. I love these so much. I mean, like the work, I think we've already kind of touched on that. We've got to do the work. We've got to show up and take action. Uh, 
I think the success is liking yourself, liking what you do and liking how you do it. Amazing words when you, because so often in our society, success is that monetary figure in your bank or how big your house is or what car you drive, uh, the brand clothes you wear, uh, what holidays you go on, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera all the material things in the world. However, for us, I know it's so important for us to be loving what we do as a job and to feel like it's making a positive impact on the world and on other people. That is success to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it's easy. No way. I would say actually it's it's almost harder to make success of, you know, the thing that you love because it's so connected to your heart and you care even more deeply about it. You know, if you only care about money, well, that's kind of like an easier direction, I feel. It's like, well, I know, look at this, these these jobs make so much money. I'm going to go that way. Mm. I don't care if it's boring. I don't care if it doesn't contribute to the world. I just care about the money. And then you also uh, don't care about any moral line either. Yeah, like, exactly. Because how you're doing it, you're like, well, I don't care. Who, who yeah, I, I just want the money. Way? So when you use this as kind of like a compass for your success, I just feel like you have such a more fulfilling kind of purposeful life and it also helps you have that totally, I know this is true, realisation and it's true for everyone even if you don't think it, (laughs) it's true. I'm sorry. (laughs) The material stuff, like it's just not success. Like I'm sorry, I know. Like I know money is important. I like money. I like material things too. I really do. However. In the end, we don't leave this planet or this body with these material things. We don't think on our deathbeds, oh, like I just wish I owned another handbag. I just wish I, you know, had this thing. No, we'll think about the people. We'll think about the relationships. We'll think about those magical times. We could think about, you know, achievements and accomplishments along the way. I just don't think we're going to be thinking about, oh, look at me and how much money I have in my bank. I mean, maybe you'll feel like, oh, yes, I'm leaving this money for the people I love. That's a great thing. Okay. However, it's probably more important to count the good times you have with these people and the, you know, the how you impacted their lives more than the dollars you leave them. Mm, they're probably going to care more about the times that they shared with you too rather yeah. than the dollars that were left. Unless you're so material then, like, that's all you are for them too, you know? Like, because it's true. Like, No, I know that. Some people like that. Yeah, if you're a greedy person, I mean, this is the thing. Like, there's so much greed in this world, even at all levels of, uh, you know, people with money or no money. There's so much greed in this world. How can we not be so greedy? Like, we don't have to be greedy. We don't have to be obsessed with the material, do we? And this is mm-hmm. a reminder of it, mm-hmm. that my success is not linked to that Mm, having things yeah and I I can choose that and I have to focus on that because you know one swipe on Instagram it's easy to get distracted by that Mm. that the material is more important than anything else and I think this also is such inspiration for someone you know who perhaps isn't doing what they love but they found something that they do love and Mm. there's so there's that of course that fear around like what if I don't like have what I have now like perhaps you've got like this stable income that brings you lots of disposable income and you get to 
buy whatever you want. And then there's that fear of like, I'm not going to have that because I have to, you know, start again or whatever it might be. But in fact, like liking what you do for us is way more important. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if we'd stayed in our government desk jobs that were, that were leading us to, you know, very, very uh, boring lives, but very stable incomes, I think we would be very different people. And we yeah. would have, we would have definitely that that would have been a regret, like, and that would have been 100%. a huge huge regret. And I think that is my biggest fear. Like, we don't want to have those regrets in life. We don't want to look back and wonder, like, I wonder if, like, what if? Um, so if that is you, like, let yeah. this be that inspiration of success is liking yourself, liking what you do, and liking how you do it. Uh, so so beautiful. Okay, next, there is definitely a theme here of that uh, motivation takes work, okay, this theme. Opportunity is missed by most people because it is dressed (laughs) in overalls and looks like work. Thomas Edison. I remember seeing this quote Mm -hmm. when we first started and it was one of my favourite quotes when I just realised, oh, my gosh, this is so true. Like people are afraid of hard work. Yes, and I'll just, like, make sure I underline when Carla says when we first started, that means our business. <laughs> in 2012, when we first started our business. That's what she means. And I think, uh, you know, it's so true as well because, like, we are the perfect examples. We started our blog. We, you know, it did take work. Of course it did. It was like, how the hell do we make a website? What even is a website? What's a blog? Oh, can you even make money off this? Like, can we do this full time? It was like we dove into so much learning. And I think this is something so cool to like remind ourselves of. We are in this amazing age where uh, information is at our fingertips. There's no excuse for us not knowing what we want to know about. The only excuse is that, well, like a perfect example is me trying to learn Italian. Like, yeah, I'm not prioritizing it. It's all there for me. It's me. I'm not doing it. But it's I, you. You're the problem. It's I'm, you. I'm the bottleneck. <laughs> I'm it's the, me. Hi. <laughs> I'm the problem. It's yeah, me. it's me. It is me. But I will say when we were first starting our business, I was not the problem and neither were you, Carla. No. We were like, we were so hungry to learn and we were so ready to put those overalls on and do the work. And really we have been ever since. I mean, my like favorite, course, my favorite outfit is overalls. Yeah. yeah you have really <laughs> cute overalls. I need to buy some overalls. Uh, but you know, like, of course it's ebbs and flows of motivation of and like the work that you're doing. And like, sometimes you're really busy and sometimes you're not so busy. Like you need that as a business owner or if you're in a busy career that you love, uh, you know, we can't be go, 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 go and burn out. Mm. We need to look after our health along the way. But, however, we do need to be prepared to do the work and mm-hmm. sometimes the work isn't enjoyable. You know, you might be working on the project that you love but it's not always, like, super fun. I love this work. Often it is but sometimes it's not. Yeah, and, like, often it'll be, you know, it's hard because you don't know how to do it. Like yes. it's hard because you've never done it before. And they're, they're probably the biggest moments I can think of like in regards to what we've done. 
for example, building a custom built app, like that was hard because I'd never done it before. Like now I understand it and it's a lot easier. It's still hard because there's still things I don't know. And I, you know, when we need to do an update, I think, well, how the hell are we going to make this happen? But at the beginning, it was much harder because I'd never done something like that before. And then think all the way back to when we published our first blog post. That was hard. That was hard. Uploading mm. an image was hard. Getting the images the right size was hard. Like everything was hard. And now that's just like easy breezy. But that that is, again, the, the idea of like if we do the hard things, like we become good at them, they become easy, and then you can then learn something else. We forever are being like, what did we used to do? Like what, what, like we do so much, uh, you know, different stuff now and like harder things and stuff we never dreamt of, like building teacher trainings. And it's like, well, what did we do last year? Like, were we just doing nothing? Like, But we weren't. I know. It's we so weren't funny. <laughs> because Mary Body the app was probably the hard thing back then. And now it's this and that next year it will be something else. Mm. So opportunity is missed by most people because it looks like hard work. It looks really tough. I'm not yeah. going to go down. I'm not going to go up that mountain because it looks too hard. But then we miss the whole journey and we miss the whole experience. So yeah, so exactly. don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of hard work. Don't be afraid of not knowing how to do things because it is. Um, we can figure it out. Yeah, and it's also that point of like you take action, you do the work, and then the opportunity will arise. Mm, exactly. Okay. Next. So this one is by Louise Hay. Uh, actually, there's two. I'll read them out. I'll read them both out. So Louise Hay was probably the catalyst for us into uh, the whole backbone of Marybody, I would say. Yeah. And then when we then went into yoga philosophy, we combined it with this whole idea of love and acceptance. Okay, let's read it. I choose to make the rest of the life. Oh, that's terrible. Let's do it again. I choose to make the rest of my life the best of my life. I have to say it like that because how can you not say that quote like that? I choose to make the rest of my life the best of my life. Okay. Boom. The next one. Remember, you have been criticizing yourself for years and it hasn't worked. Try approving of yourself and see what happens. Wow. So these really are all about self-acceptance, I would say, and and kind of like I mean, she's all about positive affirmations, mm. Louise Hay. And I know we haven't really talked about each and every one of these people, but, like, I'll talk about Louise Hay. Amazing author. We watched an amazing documentary of hers, and it completely shifted our whole lives mm -hmm. because we realized we were constantly criticizing ourselves forever. <laughs> like, we were walking around just thinking how fat we were, ugly we were, dumb we were, and not maybe not Carla, the dumb we were, but I certainly was thinking that. Uh, so this shifted everything. It was like, whoa, check in, take some awareness of your thoughts. How are you thinking and feeling and, and speaking about and to yourself? And can you shift it to a more positive way or even just neutralize it? Just stop mm -hmm. it. <laughs> Less judgment. Mm. And, I mean, this changes everything. How you talk, how you talk to yourself, how you think is so important. Our thoughts are so powerful because the way that we think changes the way that we act. So the way that we think changes the way that we feel and the way that we feel changes the way that we act. So therefore, if we can change our thoughts, we can change our feelings, which means we can change our actions. Which so, we can change our lives. Exactly. <laughs> because life is made up of the small actions. Like let's go back to the first quote, like the first quote. 
Great things are done by a series of small things brought together. Like this is life. That is a a metaphor of life and your life being the great thing. So how do we actually want to live our life? And Louise Hay says, well, we want to make the rest of our lives the best of our lives. So leave the rest, leave the past behind. Let's focus on the future. Let's make it the best. This is going to be the best decade of my life. Isn't that, that's one of her famous quotes as well. When she got into her old age, oh, she's like, yeah. this is going to be the best decade of my life. Like, you know, I'm in my 70s. Yes. It's going to be the best decade of my yes, life. Yes, because I think there's so much, there really is so much emphasis in our culture and society on the youth, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the youth and all its glory. And I mean, yeah, when you're young, you don't, and you, when you're young, the funny thing is you don't even realize you're living through, in inverted um, commas, the best of your life. So it's like, hang on a minute. I don't have to think that. I can think that now is the best time Mm. because it is the best time because it's the only time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and who says that being younger is better? It's like, no. Like we're so much wiser. You know, as we get older and older, we accumulate and compound so much knowledge and wisdom as long as we have that attitude to keep doing it. But when we're so focused on regretting what has been or like living in the past, we we don't see the opportunity to keep learning and growing and evolving. Yeah, and like regretting what has been or wishing for what has yeah, been. Yeah, or missing what has been. Yes. It's like, it's, okay, have a little bit of great memory and nostalgia, but don't stay there too long. Yeah, realize that you still have so much ahead of you. Um. And yeah, so changing the way that we think about ourselves into a more accepting, kind, love-filled way will shift all yeah. of your actions. And so this is oh, a quick, quick tangent. This is why we built Marybody because we realized that we didn't have a tool that helped us do this consistently. Uh, yeah. It wasn't something that w- that came naturally to us. What came naturally was more uh, disapproving, self-hate, self-loathing. That was our natural disposition to ourselves. Like we, on the outside, like really kind people to other people, but to ourselves, no. Um, <laughs> so we, we then combined this mindset of acceptance, which this isn't just Louise Hay, like go back into ancient yogic philosophy and santosha which is acceptance contentment is one of the ways that yogi our yogi uh ancestors tells us to live in order to be uh fulfilled in order to live a great life so it's not it's not a new idea but it's an amazing idea that's for sure Mm -hmm. and so then we we brought in this idea of mindset of acceptance with the movement of yoga and pilates because they bring you already into the present moment by focusing mm-hmm. on your breath. So if you can be present and then welcome in an intention of self-acceptance and move your amazing body, create endorphins, dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, then watch your life transform. Watch it. Okay. That is why we built Mary Body for us first <laughs> and then for the thousands of people who now do it with us. All right. Let's move on to the next quote, Mark Twain. Now this, I've kind of already alluded to this one because we talked about regret. Yes. 20 years from now, you'll be more disappointed by the things you did not do than the ones that you did. And I can, I'm pretty sure we, we shared this quote in 20, 2013, 2012, when we first started as well. Yeah. And I think it was one of the reasons why we quit our jobs. Yeah. Well, we kind of, um, I mean, that is really one of the reasons because we sat down, I think we said, you know, imagine life at 50 and we're still in these office cubicles doing this work 
like that really frightened me. That that gave me shivers up my spine to think, oh my gosh, if I dedicate the next how how old was I? So the next 25 years mm-hmm. of my life, mm-hmm. 20 over 25 years, will I be happy? And I knew in my bones, I knew at the core of my essence, I would be dreadfully unhappy if I did that. And I'm talking about me. If that's you and you're really happy, good for you. I'm so glad you're happy. Me? No, no. I was already unhappy at 24 and like walking into that office, feeling like my soul was like slowly, I don't know, crumbling. Mm -hmm. You know, I felt like it was sucking my soul and my zest and my vibrance. I had none in that office. Mm. It's not, for me, it was very unhealthy to be in that office environment doing that work. I feel like I could have been depressed staying there I really feel like I could have developed some kind of depression definitely absolutely I think also when you feel that and then you you don't really know what to do to search for something else I think that's a really hard moment as well we were lucky in that we at the same time you were feeling that we'd also stumbled into blogging and we really felt that spark and felt yeah. that that um, excitement. So after yeah. work, after our 4 p.m. leave of the office, we'd rush rush home, jump on our Mac, which we shared, like we both were at the same computer, and we'd write a blog and then we'd make a recipe and we'd take a photo and we'd publish it right then and there. And then in the morning we'd wake up extra early, like 6 a.m. We might have gone for a walk, but uh, we, we'd jump on the computer before work and we'd We'd blog until the last minute we could leave to get to the office on time. Like, and we were never on time. So it was always, we were always late. Because <laughs> we were but like, oopsie. just one more sentence, just one more sentence. So I feel very lucky that we stumbled upon the world of blogging. But if it is you and you kind of are feeling that blahness and you don't actually have anything, like no inkling, no spark, like nothing that actually excites you, then it's your job to go looking for it. Like remember that life can be filled with sparks of excitement and sparks of joy and hope. So just because like if you are in the office and you're relating to how Emma was feeling, but you're like, but what do I do? Because like this is all all that I know. Then we've got to add. We've got to add in some new stuff and see Mm -hmm. if we can find it. Be curious. Yes. Chino agrees. Be curious. I just Tino heard a little says, bark. Be, cr- be curious. Oh, there's another bark. <laughs> Cheeky Chino. Cheeky Chino. Okay, let's move on to the next quote and Chino will be quiet. Good luck, me. All right. Next, this is one from one uh, from our favourite, favourite books. I remember reading this book and just being, oh, I love this book and I could read it again and again and again. It's by... Paulo Coelho, I I always struggle with his last name, The Alchemist. And probably it's Paolo. Is it Paolo? Paolo. I thought it was Paolo because it's P-A-U-L-O. Is it not? I'm I'm not sure. Okay, Paolo. It could be Paolo. Or Paolo. But the book is The (laughs) The Alchemist. Alchemist. (laughs) And when you want something, all the universe conspires in helping you to achieve it. Ah, uh, and I think we should actually add in the last quote that I added here because I feel like they're kind of quite similar. 
let's talk about both these quotes. So I'll also add, follow your bliss and the universe will open doors where there were once only walls by Joseph Campbell. I feel like those quotes are quite connected. <laughs> They're the same thing, just said yes. in a different way. Exactly. Uh, and really what is it saying is, okay, so you found the thing you want to work on and achieve or find or discover. You take action. You take that first step. And then things start kind of flowing your way. Opportunities arise, doors open, the universe conspires to help you. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, like, this is true. Like, this yeah, is this is absolutely. this is true. Because I I remember there have been so many moments where, you know, we have had to jump into something and there is a huge unknown, like, is this going to work? Are we, is, this, is this just going to fall flat? Like, who knows? But it it didn't. And even if the thing that we thought that we were going to do wasn't the thing that we ended up doing, it ended up leading us to what we, what we were going to do next. So this mm -hmm. is the idea of detachment, of we might have an idea in mind of where we want to go. We still have to take steps, steps toward the thing. But remember, the destination might change, the course might change, and that's okay. But we have to take the action. We have to jump in. And then we realize that this there's this level of control that we don't have. And that is the universe, divine, whatever you want to call it, some kind of power that uh, we don't have control over. Absolutely not. How can we? How can we have control over anything? We don't. We really don't. Just because we take all of the steps and plan all of the things, we still don't know if it's going to rain. It might rain, so the party might get cancelled or the party might get moved. Like this is the thing. We can't control everything. But when you do want something, when you do work toward it and you do take the steps, just know that that is, uh, it is moving you more toward it and there there is some kind of divineness helping you, mm -hmm. leading you mm -hmm. to maybe not what you thought it was going to lead you to but to something. Mm-hmm. I love it so mm. much. Okay. Next two is by Cheryl Sandberg. So she uh, worked for Facebook. That's how she got famous, but she did a lot before that. <laughs> but, like, that was, like, I guess the thing that kind of made her famous in the business world. Done is better than perfect. And motivation comes from working on things that we care about. Whoa. So good, huh? So good. I mean, she also wrote that amazing book for women. Lean in, in. Yeah, lean in. And it's really amazing for women in workplaces or who run businesses. Very inspirational and motivational. Mm -hmm. And I think like done is better than perfect is one of the best kind of mantras we can all have, especially if you are a perfectionist and you want to be a recovering perfectionist. That is a quote to put up <laughs> in your mind, stick mm. it in there. Uh, and remember that done is better than perfect because when you're a perfectionist, you can kind of get stuck on that one thing and you work and work and work and work on it and you're trying to get it perfect, but then you realize really is there even perfect? Is it even a thing? I mean, okay, in some workplaces, yes, there is perfect. Like surgery, that would be one of them. Mm. Yeah, uh, please, you, please yeah. strive for perfection, surgeons. 
<laughs> However, you know, when it's it's something creative, I think that can be something really that you you're forever striving to get perfect, but you just got to know when to stop, when to 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 do that last paint stroke or that that last kind of jig of the song, mm. uh, you or know, that you, last chapter, that last chapter of the book. You've got to hit publish on that blog post, mm-hmm. even if you're you're worried that it's not quite perfect and that people might judge you. No, just hit publish. Or publish on the reel or the social media post. Yes, just like, hit publish. Just hit publish. Post better, it. It's better than dra- in just sitting in a draft and never yeah. getting shared. Exactly. Oh, my gosh, that's a perfect example. Like, mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it comes from fear. Like when we are perfectionists, we're just living in fear land. We're getting fearful of what people think of us because, oh, my, it's not perfect. But as we've just said, perfect is not real. Your imagination of perfect, like, what are you comparing it to? Mm -hmm. Exactly. It doesn't exist because it's always (laughs) something we can do better. Like, literally, like, there's always, like, we can publish a thing and we can think, oh, yeah, like, I I could have done that better. And then, like, maybe you you learn from that. Like, this is the thing. Like, when we we do do the things, done is better than perfect, then we learn. And then maybe we get better at it and better and better and better. Um, but, But still, perfect will never exist ever Mm -hmm. so motivation comes from working on things we care about I really like this and again I'm going to reflect on our journeys working in government desk jobs where there was zero motivation to do anything and I would take like three hours just to write one Facebook response so I was a social media manager back then so uh, not a manager social media something advisor advisor I don't know what I was um or something I don't know I don't know what I did (laughs) um but I I remember having a list of things and I would take them to a meeting and I just, I was like, how can I make it sound like I have heaps of work on? Cause I don't want to do anything. Like I hate this work. I feel like I'm not making any difference. Yeah. I don't care about it. No one cares about it. I think that was another thing. Like no one cares what they're doing here. So I didn't care what I was doing. Uh, but then when we found, when we started the Merrymaker Sisters, oh my gosh, motivation came in buckets. It started like pouring down. It was like, unstoppable because I just cared about it so much and I just didn't want to stop and this was the whole story that I told you this morning like I woke up 5 30 jumped to my computer I just wanted to like see what was happening because I care about it and that's (laughs) and that's 10 years into the journey yeah over 10 years now and you still wake up feeling like that yeah that again success (laughs) that is success it is my gosh all right let's move on to the next one this is Sarah Blakely, amazing founder of Spanx. She is one of, I would say, the most ultimate business women stories that I've ever heard about of nonstop persistence, knocking on doors, creating uh, patents and just like, honestly, like what an inspiration. When something I can't control happens, I ask myself, where is the hidden gift? Where is the positive in this? And I just think this this quote just reminds me again like how important our mindset is like how important words like these are to shift us yeah because they can be the thing like it were like reading something like this can be the thing that gets you out of the funk exactly that lets you see oh although this really bad thing has happened there's a glimmer of light and that gives me the motivation to take the next step Mm -hmm. and so often as we go back to the start it's all about you know step by step like what can I use to inspire me just to take the next step 
Don't mm-hmm. think about the hundred steps that you need to take. Just think about one next step. Mm. Exactly. And can we can we find a gift in it? Can we find a lesson? Is there something yeah. positive that actually comes out of it? And usually this is the whole idea of, you know, when like go back to the alchemist, like when you want something, the universe conspires to helping you achieve it. Even when you want to look for the positive. Like if you're looking for the positive, you probably will find yeah. it. If you look for the negative, you probably you will, will find, find it. it. <laughs> so it's like, what are we looking for? What angle are we looking at this thing so at? Like what perception are we taking? What lens is on? Like, can we change the lens? And this is and why I mean, it's oh, so go. important to have uh resilience and a strong, strong, strong mindset. Like we have to be stronger than our inner critic. Yeah. And I just thought like it reminded me what we have been talking about a lot inside our yoga teacher training with all our merry body trainees. Yoga and meditation is the ultimate tool to help you put on, you know, that more kind mm. of positive, I don't if is that the right word, the positive glasses, the positive lens. Like mm-hmm. it really does. I think yoga and Pilates, I'll say Pilates too, but yoga and meditation in particular, it helps you see things differently. It does. And so if you can find a tool that helps you do that, and if you can do that consistently, so if you can find something that helps you change your perception when you don't need to change it, like when you don't, when the hard thing isn't here and you can change your perception, like that is the practice that you need. Like we we can't just expect to be good at this if we don't practice it. Yes. And so that's why a tool like yoga and meditation is so amazing because not only does it work your body, but it helps shift your mindset in the moments where you don't need it so that you're good at using your mindset when you do need it. Exactly. So, ah, oh, it makes me so excited. Okay. The next one. <laughs> you're like, that's why I love yoga. That's why I, I love like, yoga. That's why. Oh that's God. why. Gino <laughs> agrees. Okay. So Dolly Parton, uh, again, amazing, amazing woman, amazing businesswoman, amazing artist, uh, amazing philanthropist, however you say that word. If you don't like the road you're walking, start paving another one. <laughs> How good is that? It's <laughs> simple. I know. And it's just that <laughs> reminder that, you know, what's the quote written on your arm, actually? Oh, uh, it's upside down. <laughs> uh, it's not in the stars to hold our destiny, but in ourselves. And that is a William Shakespeare quote. Same quote, right? Same, same words, same <laughs> same message. Yes. We so in you know in all this saying that we have no control. Yeah, we don't have control, but we do have control of our actions mm-hmm. and our decisions and, and our decisions and how we react to what is happening around mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And you know when we don't like something, if we're feeling like we're on the wrong path, if you know we're in that office cubicle and we're feeling depressed every day, like stop complaining about it and take action. Mm-hmm. And it, I'm not saying quit. <laughs> maybe, maybe do it. We didn't just quit without much of a plan or much, you know. <laughs> See, we should make us. we should make hats that say "Quit your job." <laughs> yeah, quit your job. <laughs> but you know, it worked for it worked out okay for us. Actually, worked out amazingly. So maybe it will do the same for you. However, what can be one small change if if that is not possible for you? What is a small change? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's signing up to that course. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's finding that hobby. Maybe it's practicing yoga. Yeah. You know, it's all these little things can help us change our direction, change our path. 
And this is the idea of this quote. It's like start paving another one. She's not saying like make the entire path and walk yeah. on it. She's saying just put one paver down and then another and then another and then another. And, again, go back to the first quote. Like the, it's small things that create the big things. And this is what Dolly is saying. Like you don't have to jump onto a whole brand new path, but at least start laying the pavers down. Yes. Like, and that and the same thing for an exercise practice as well. Okay, yeah. so you don't like the walk your your the blah 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 blah. <laughs> you don't like the road you're walking. Okay, so maybe it's that you don't move your body. You're not exercising. You've been told you need to exercise for your health. You're feeling kind of flat. You 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 don't feel vibrant anymore. You're like, where's my energy? I used to have energy. Okay, I need to pave another path, and that is as simple as pressing play on your Mary Body class today. Mm-hmm you're starting to pave another road. And then yeah. tomorrow you do the same thing. Press play on another class. The next day, press play on another class. They can be five-minute classes. They can be half-an-hour classes. Each is a paver in your new road that you are walking. So true. It's so easy to get caught up in thinking, you know, we're not there yet or you've got this big, huge thing that you want to achieve. Like going back to that goal, like I just think it's such a good example. Like say you don't move and then you're like, I want to move every single day and that's, that's the only thing you have in mind. You know, well, good luck like thinking like that because that's that's it's not going to motivate you. What will motivate you is thinking what can I do today? Like what yes. is the one thing I can do today that is going to start paving this path for me? And that yes. is pressing play, rolling out my mat, doing a class, and then you wake up tomorrow and you ask the exact same question. And then before you know it, the path has been paved and you are so good at pressing play that it's just a part of your life now. It's like brushing your teeth. It's like getting dressed. It's like having a shower. It's it's like walking the dog. Like all of the things that come so naturally to you because you're good at making a routine. You've just forgotten that you're good at it. Like, yeah. You can make a routine. You've just forgotten how. So it's just step by step, step by step, and that's how we make it happen. Exactly. All right. And I feel like um, we've got one more quote. It's by Marie Folio. Again, amazing businesswoman. The key to success is to start before you are ready. Boom. I like because that one. <laughs> what is what is that idea? What is it again? Oh, yeah, we're never going to feel ready. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. <laughs> what is ready? <laughs> yeah, is it even a thing? Like because you're stepping into the unknown, right? You're never really going to feel ready. No, you're going to feel like this is scary. Like I've got no idea what I'm in for, but oh, well, I'm going to do it anyway. How funny. They're also simple, aren't they? And that's why we love these little quotes Mm -hmm. you know these little nuggets of gold Mm. I wonder if you're listening and there was a favorite uh quote that stood out for you and perhaps you're going to get it tattooed on your arm just like I did but maybe not that (laughs) extreme maybe you're going to just pin it up on your wall or make it your uh phone screensaver or something because this is a thing like anything like we were talking about with yoga pilates meditation it's not a one-time thing like if these words help you if they help you feel motivated like continue to to read continue to to source this motivation for yourself to seek it out uh and this is why we uh, do monthly themes inside Mary Body. This is why yeah. we bring in these focuses and we share quotes because it can shift you in a moment, in an instant. Um, I don't know about you, but 
I'm feeling super motivated from reading all of these quotes and talking about them and realizing just how powerful words can be. So amazing. We should do more episodes like this. Yeah, I really like them. Maybe we will and we can pick. Maybe we could do, oh, well, we do quotes for our monthly Marybody theme. So we could really just go through that blog post that our lovely, amazing Rose, our assistant, she, along with our mum as well. They it's, it's it's a team effort those it quotes it is they curate um beautiful quotes linked to our monthly theme and then they all go in a blog post they're actually some of our most popular blog posts on the website which does not surprise me so because actually it makes sense we do a podcast with them it does oh yeah that's so true we can just pop it in look at us we, having a brainstorm and we can even go back and add to the old blog post yeah. <laughs> okay that's okay enough that's now. enough everybody um <laughs> If you loved this episode, let us know, reach out to us, email us, message us on social media. We'd love to hear. Or if you would like to go a step further, leave us a five-star review on your podcast player because they really do help other people find this episode. Or even better, share it with a friend who needs a burst of inspiration, burst of motivation, uh, and tell them to listen. Otherwise, we'll be back in your ears with a brand new episode next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.